Welcome to Mountains of Hope with Mike Murphy. Reboot and transform your physical, mental, and emotional being. This show is transformational from the inside and out. Hear from experts on detoxing your body, rewiring your neural pathways, cleaning up emotional wounds of your past, and living in the spiritual life of your dreams. Let go and start becoming yourself, in tuned with your spiritual life. You'll leave this show with Mountains of Hope. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to the weekly Mountains of Hope podcast. My name is Mike Murphy, and I'm your host, and I'm also the founder of Mountains of Hope Transformational Retreat Center in Medellin, Colombia. Hopefully, someday, you'll be fortunate enough to come to one of our amazing retreat centers. I always say about Mountains of Hope, if you can't heal here, you're not going to heal anywhere. And the whole purpose of our existence is to teach you how to heal yourself, because that power is within you. So I'm super excited about today's guest, or special, not a guest, our regular, one of our teachers and leaders at Mountains of Hope and also a certified health coach. We have the beautiful Kelly with us today. Thank Welcome, you. Kelly. Thank you so much. And today's topic is sleep, a beautiful experience or a living nightmare. And for me, a lot of times it's a living nightmare. In fact, for 70 million Americans, one out of three have chronic sleep disorders. And one of the topics that we teach at Mountains of Hope is sleep, is one of our modules, one of our most powerful modules, because sleep is one of the three pillars of health. Nutrition being one, movement being two, and sleep being number three. So Kelly, what is wrong with people and why can't they sleep? <laughs> what is wrong with people? Uh, Mike, I think one of the things is the public relations around sleep. I mean, a lot of people think that sleep is being lazy. Uh, there is this saying that many people use, uh, I will sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, and right. literally they will get there quicker yeah. if actually they don't sleep. So I think it's mindset around sleep. That's one of the main things that I think these days is not helping people to actually be committed and intentional to have a right sleep. So when people think, oh, you sleep too much, you are lazy, you should be doing something. I mean, like, feel that, like they're unproductive, like they're not doing anything. But it's, I think it's also as well that we don't understand what really happens whilst we sleep. What actually are the consequences of not sleeping well? I mean, I would say that is the, one of the main things why people actually have this issue with sleep. They just don't think it's necessary and important. So, so along those lines, because I'm one of those people, and, <laughs> and I'm tired of not sleeping well. So I'm working really, really hard on this subject. So this is very near and dear to my heart right now. And what I've started to do is preparing myself before I go to sleep. So what are some of your tips for preparing before sleep? Oh, my goodness. I think our sleep starts without waking up. And one of the first things I said to people is look at the sunlight. I mean, just look at it. Like for 10 minutes, go outside for a walk or something like this, because this actually helps us sink our... our um, the, the, oh, my goodness. Circadian, circadian rhythm. Yeah, circadian the circadian rhythm. rhythm. Because we are actually made to actually be awake and during the daylight... But we actually made also that when the light starts to come down, so we actually start feeling sleepy. So what we, the, the main thing, I mean, the first thing, sunlight exposure in the morning. Now, during the day, there is something else that needs the stimulants, coffee, exercise, medications. All these things actually need to be done like in the morning or not so late at night. So those, those would be one of the things. For example, people who like to exercise at nighttime, they're actually stimulating the whole body. They're stimulating the temperature. So that actually doesn't help us either. And the other thing that I said to people is prepare your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul to go to sleep. I mean, with that said, is for example, lights. 
one of the main things for a wonderful sleep is like sleeping like in a cave. I mean, everything dark. I mean, that you actually, your room is not with these lights. These days we have these bright lights, the cell phones, the TV, uh, the computers, all these things. So if you have to have to use it, so you can use a blockage like uh, the blue light glasses wow. or putting your phone in night, like uh, it's a night shift in the, in the mobile phone yeah. that you can also use. So those will be like uh, the stimulants. The other thing is anxiety. A lot of people cannot sleep is because the moment they go to bed, it's like the moment they start to think, oh my goodness, I didn't do this. I haven't done this. Tomorrow I have to do this. So have a journal next to your bed. Write down everything that is in your mind. Like take it out of your system by writing it down there. So in that way, you actually can rest your mind, rest your soul. And we can actually go to bed not by thinking on, oh my goodness, I actually need to do this tomorrow. But actually we are thinking something like, Great gratitude, or thinking what a wonderful day I have, or priming the next day, what I want to have the next day. So those will be some of the things. The other thing that we can have is actually the temperature in our rooms. For example, with the rooms, many times people sleep like super covered with all the blankets, with socks on, or they have all these things that create heat, and that actually doesn't allow for a good sleep. It doesn't allow also for our heart rate to actually calm down what the time that we are going to bed. That's why, for example, women prior to sometimes to the period menstruation when the temperature rises, sometimes they need to be more aware of actually taking care of the temperature in the room. 70, Fahrenheit, the room, cool. If you like the blanket, trying to just not use the socks and put your leg outside the bed, something like that. So those are things that people can do. You know, I was thinking this morning while we were walking the dog, I was thinking about Mountains of Hope. I think it's the most perfect temperature for sleeping. Absolutely. I mean, it, 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 you got to understand, guys, we're, we're 7,000 feet in the Andes Mountains. When you walk on this property, you can feel the energy. But as, as the sun goes down, and, it, and the temperature gets perfect for sleep, mm -hmm. the rooms, we've remodeled every room. We have the best mattresses and pillow. And so it's just perfect for sleep. I was thinking I could, I could go there and sleep for a week and walk the Camino de Miguel every day for movement get my amazing nutrition from the vegetables we grow right there, and really learn how to sleep. It was really enticing for me to go up there and try that. So you, if you ever can get to Mountains of Hope, I promise you, you're going to sleep like you've never slept before. The other thing that we have in our rooms is actually diffuser essential oils that actually yes. also help a lot of people because it goes through the smell. We actually activate that part of our brain that helps with our emotions. So it also helps us to calm down, to be prepared for bed. Lavender, Ilan Ilan, uh, different combinations with cedarwood, bergamot. I mean, all of these are actually also supporters. I mean, I'm not saying that's the only thing, but they are supporters of a great sleep. Yeah. And back to what you were saying before about sleep being the third pillar, uh, Matt Walker, he is a scientist, and he has studies his passion about sleep, and he talks about sleep being now the foundation for the other ones to work. I mean, literally the foundation. I have to tell you, I mean, as a person who hasn't slept well in his entire life, and we'll talk about BPH, which is a male uh, problem with sleeping, but I, I really think it affects my aging, my quality of life, my brain fog, and so that's why I'm working diligently on it, for, almost for the first time in my life. So one of the things I take, what, what about eye shades? What about covering the eyes? Oh, that for me is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, especially, for example, on an airplane, when sometimes, I mean, you don't control the light there. Right. So, for example, you use those eye shades and you can have a really good sleep. Even at night, for example, I have blackouts in my room. 
But sometimes there is this little tiny light right. that the person for the blackout actually <laughs> covered. But using the eye shades for me is creating that space, literally that dark place. But it, we need to understand why the dark is because our melatonin, I mean, our pineal gland produces melatonin naturally, but it's only activated in the dark place. Yeah. So the moment you turn on a light or you use your Boom. phone, it stops. So immediately starts producing cortisol. Exactly. To wake us up. So that, you guys, listen to me on this one, okay? And I'm guilty of this myself, but I'm getting better. Put your phone charging in the bathroom or somewhere else. Put your iPad somewhere else. I'm really trying to discipline myself to get away from this blue light. When I do have to be on my iPad, I try to wear the blue blocker glasses. I believe this circadian, and there's a great resource on Facebook and um, Internet is Dr. Jack Cruz, K-R-U-S-E. He's got an amazing story around this, and he's all about the light. And, and Kelly mentioned earlier, get up morning, get up early in the morning, go outside barefoot with as little clothes on as possible, and watch that sun rays, those infrared red lights. It's just so healing, and it's one of the things we do at Mountains of Hope. We expose you to red light therapy and Himalayan salt. So another reason to come to uh, Mountains of Hope. I see you wear an aura ring. Tell me about <laughs> it and what it does and all that. Apart from being a kind of engagement read, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. But it, it's actually, oh, it's, it has more story, but I will take it after. Uh, it's actually a device. It's a wearable, one of those things. I mean, people use watches. There are people who use different types of wearables. But uh, the Aura Ring is the way that I actually monitor my sleep. So it is actually attached to my phone by uh, Bluetooth. And the idea is that it gives me, like, my my cycle of sleep, so REM sleep, light sleep, deep sleep, if my heart rate actually went down in the moment that I went to bed, for example, that one is normally affected by eating too late. Oh. If you eat too late, so your, your body is still working on it. So it's a, it's, it's a ring that actually for me has been amazing because it, it records every single day of my sleep. So I can see, for example, my last week, my last month, my last year, and I can see, okay, and I can relate it. Like, for example, this time I was on holiday and I actually was able to sleep better, for example. Or this time I was going really late to bed and I was waking up because it, not, it does not give you the sleep indicators, but also your readiness for the day. So it gives you a score. So, for example, my normal scores, I like to get crowns in my, my aura ring. So it's like oh. above 85 both. So it's like you are ready for the day. You can go and exercise. Or, for example, sometimes if it's below 70, it will tell you, Take it easy today, probably not the best day to exercise. And with your sleep, it also takes your naps into account. So it's amazing because I think that sometimes it's the same like in a business. If you don't have the numbers, you don't know if it's working or if it's not working. And many times people don't know if they're sleeping well. I mean, there are other ways, but this I found for myself, one of the best ways for me to know how was my sleep. I'm curious about two things. How many minutes of REM do you get on average per night? And what is REM sleep and why is it important? The REM sleep is the time that uh, we literally, is the time when we dream, is the time when our memory actually gets settled, is the, is the moment where our cognitive, I mean, one of the advantages of sleeping well and having that REM time is our cognitive function actually improves, improves our memory, improves our mood. So when we go to REM, it's a space of sleep. It normally takes up to like 25% of the sleep that, that we have, but people actually don't even have a one percentage in REM sleep. So we really need to go there because it's like a, it's to complete the whole cycle. I mean, we're awake, we have light, we have deep, we have REM. And the idea to go to REM is for us to actually really feel like rested. And that's the difference, for example, people sometimes who take 
pills to sleep. They actually don't get normally to REM because it's not really a sleeping pill. It's like, uh, I'm going to sedate you, but you don't go to restorative time. Right, right. So that's the difference when we actually have a restorative uh, sleep. And that's one of the things that we can actually also check with our aura ring. So for you folks out there, REM stands for rapid eye movement. Yes. And, and isn't that when we're dreaming the most, the most lucid yeah. dreaming? So do you dream a lot? I actually don't remember my dreams. I do know that I dream, but I don't remember it. And actually recently I was studying that it's also a way to have therapy once we sleep. Because what happens also there is like our brain gets rid of what doesn't is what is not required. And we actually get what is required for us. My understanding is that when we're in rapid eye movement and when we're dreaming, we're accessing the subconscious mind and it's working out a lot of issues while we're sleeping, right? Yeah. So this is why it's so important to get this REM sleep. That's why it's so important to have this aura ring and to measure these things, right? And I've noticed lately that the more movement I do in the morning and exercise, the more REM I sleep I get. Why, why is that, do you think? I believe that exercise, I mean, our body is a whole thing and we cannot take away a sleep from, for example, having lean muscle or from actually a healthy weight. In fact, when we actually check on a sleep, the lack in the deprivation of sleep is one of the causes of, one of some of the main chronic diseases. So when we see that and when we attach all our whole being, for example, exercise and movement, is because we are actually activating like our normal, how our body should be working. Mm -hmm. And movement is one of them. We actually have our heart rate, we actually improve our muscle, we improve our weight, we improve our mood. I mean, the thing is that people sometimes relate exercise only with getting in good shape. You have muscle, you have this. It does not the only thing that exercise does. It helps us also with our hormonal actually performance. So in that way also melatonin, cortisol, and all of the other hormones also could be on play, in place. So exercise, better remember, in the morning, not so late, not like three hours before, I mean, maximum three hours before, but not so close to sleep because it's a stimulant. So exercise definitely is part of, the, it's one of the ways for our body to actually get the lymphatic system moving. So you're getting rid of toxins when you actually, actually exercise. What would you say to the people that, and I used to be one of these people who's getting better, but wake up at 3 a.m. and can't go back to sleep. What's going on there? Oh my goodness, I have different reasons <laughs> in my mind I can't do. But for example, in, in Chinese medicine, three in the morning is related normally with the liver. I mean, the moment that the liver is also like, each of our organs in different times of the circadian rhythm, is that they're actually detoxifying or doing like the main function of restor restoration. And the 3 a.m. is really related with the liver part. So it could be the time of detoxing and something could be happening there with our organs that it actually requires attention, probably an extra charge of the liver or something like that. There are other spiritual reasons yeah. around. And, uh, <laughs> like what? What would be a spiritual reason? I mean, 3 a.m. is actually a, a time that is really important for both the light and the darkness. And so oh. let's say that a, a lot of energy, spiritual energy, activity energy. is actually happening around that time. Interesting. I'm going to give a little commercial for Mounds of Hope, our liver detox, because I just did it last week. And I also created a video for you folks who want to do it at home. It's a seven-day uh, colon cleanse, liver flush, and it's so powerful. And by the way, since doing it, my sleep numbers and my aura ring have gone up like 20 points. That's amazing. So, so I think there's something to this, folks. So if you want to get this little video that I produced and created... 
Just go to mountainsofhope.com. Just put in your name and your email address, and we'd be happy to send you this little liver flush and colon cleanse. It's seven days. It's pure organic enzymes that are actually prayed over while they're growing for three years, and it's super powerful. So if you want that, I'd be happy to send it to you. It's, it's, it's our first week of Mountains of Hope if you come to our retreat center. It's the main thing we do. So, so I think there's see, some... That is amazing about the aura ring because you were able to exactly. actually... Because sometimes there are a lot of things that people can do and get done that they have no idea if it's working or not. Yeah. I mean, probably they went to the toilet, probably they have these experiences. Yeah. But one of the things, I will say one of the great measurements is sleep. Yeah. Especially for someone, like you were saying before, you normally don't have a great sleep and then you did this and like now I'm sleeping better. Yeah. There is a connection. So you brought up going to the bathroom. So for, <laughs> for guys, we have a, a gland that you girls don't have called a prostate. Yep. And what happens over time is it becomes inflamed usually um, and then becomes larger. And then the bladder can't fully empty. So some men get up as many as four, five, six times a night to urinate, which is impossible to sleep while you're standing there urinating. So for you guys that have this, and I've had this problem for a number of years, I'm not sure what the fix is. I'm not sure there's exact science. There are surgeries that you can, you know, widen it, called a Eurolift or something like that. Um, people say drink apple cider vinegar, which I do. Um, but I think really through meditation and, you know, I teach this thing called the creation frequency, writing intention on shrinking it because I really believe we can heal with our thoughts as well as anything other way. And so just writing a powerful intention. There are supplements, um, palmetto and all kinds of other things that men can take. I have various report, uh, success with those products. But it is an issue. So for you uh, loved ones of someone like this, just realize that you know they're, they're not trying to bug you all night by getting up all night. But it, it's a serious issue for men. Do your research. You can figure some things out to make it easier. I'm not sure there's a final solution on that one other than total surgery. The other thing is, and this is another problem that I have that I'm now finally addressing. God knows how long I've had this problem. And I think it's prevalent with a lot of people, men and women, and that's sleep apnea. And so as a result, I really believe as a result of having that and not dealing with it properly, that led to hypertension, which leads to all kinds of things. So I really want to urge you guys to not be like me and put everything off and procrastinate when it comes to your health and especially your sleep. And so when it comes to sleep apnea, I'm now trying to mess around with a CPAP machine where you actually put a mask on and you're breathing oxygen. And the trick there is to not breathe through your mouth, just breathe through your nose. So I'm so really... tape it? Well, good question. I'm playing around with that too. So that's another trick, guys, is you can tape your mouth shut, put your mask in. But what I'm really working on is throughout the day, breathing through my nose mm -hmm. more and more and more. Why? One, it makes me more conscious. And consciousness is just being aware. So now I'm in the present moment. I'm not operating from my subconscious mind unconsciously. And so working on your breathing is always a good thing, right? Absolutely. So, so that's why it's super important. Um, and you don't do this either, I know. But the other thing I do is I take a little CBD oil and a little THC oil. So just, just it helps, okay? Um, what other advice would you give for someone? Let's say, let's say I have trouble going to sleep and I can't, you know, like meditation or sound or anything to help with that? I think one of the first things, going back to the beginning, is anxiety is one of the things. So journaling, meditation, prayer is one of the ways, and also finding the right time to do things. For example, at nighttime, one of the stimulants also could be 
paying the bills, checking your bank yeah. statement, yeah. having a discussion with your partner, which is, you know, it's going to be a little bit heated, probably. Those type of things, don't schedule it for night time because yeah. normally it actually makes you anxious or it stimulates you. And so it's not, it's not going to work for, you, for your sleep time. I mean, trying to do it over the weekend, if, if he can wait, obviously. And the other thing it will be, for example, having, uh, it's, it's amazing what happens because a lot of people think that having a cold shower actually mm. draw, uh, pulls down your temperature, but it's the opposite. Because when you have a cold shower, what you do is you activate your heating part of the body. So yeah. your heart starts to heat up. So you go to bed and you feel hot. But if you take a warm shower, you actually stimulate the part of your body that actually is like, hey, it's so warm here, we need to cool down. So actually your temperature will cool down and you will have a better sleep. So having that warm shower at night is another thing that you can do, the journaling part. I will also say the food that you take before bed. I mean, try to take it, not too much protein, a little bit of starch, and not so close to the time that you go to bed because then your digestive system takes up to like 60% of the energy. So if you eat, then you go to bed, your body is still working. So you're not going to be able to actually, the heart rate is not going to decrease. I mean, no good combination. Reflux for some people actually is an issue because eating too close to the time that they go to bed. So that will be the, the other thing. And I will say if people take, for, for example, medications that you know they actually stimulate you, like for example, the medication that is for congestion, things like that, trying to take like earlier during the day instead of at nighttime, because that will also help. I mean, definitely will help. I was talking to a client the other day that was concerned um, their child has either ADD or ADHD and having trouble sleeping. What do you think the connection there is? I mean, the, I mean, it's a brain, I mean, we are all connected and it's a brain situation. I mean, it is, and obviously the, the medication that normally is being used right. to actually treat it is also a stimulant. I mean, right. it's what I said, I mean, I mean, I respect and I, and I'm an integrative person. Like if I need a medication, I will take it. But sometimes when the full approach is just medication and no, for example, breathing, meditation, uh, finding other ways and other alternatives and leaving it only to pharmaceuticals, there are other things that probably could be fixed in your brain, but there are other things that is actually being affected. So for those people, if the person has to be definitely medication, trying to take it early, uh, if, they, if it's a kid or your partner, trying to let it for a time to sleep by themselves. So they don't, one, they don't bother the other person, but the other thing is they can actually find their place because sometimes people feel like, oh my goodness, I'm disturbing the other person, so it becomes an additional stressor. And the other thing is create routines. I mean, when people create routines, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, and no really sleeping during the weekend, that actually helps the body also to start creating that routine and like, yeah, okay, it's time to bed, it's time for this. And definitely for those people preparing so well for the time that they go to bed. That's awesome. What about other supplements like tryptophan or theanine or these kind of things? Are they helpful? Yeah, so for example, one of the things is that, that a lot of people, even the grandmothers mention is chamomile, but it's actually the ingredients in chamomile that actually help us to have a good sleep. It's, it's a good stimulant for us to go to bed. And I will always say in regards to supplements to check with your doctor in regards to what? For example, magnesium is one of the ones that a lot of people recommend that support greater sleep, but you need to know how much. So for you to know how much, you need to know in your body how much do you have. Right. So doing, for example, a, one of these minerals a test to see how, how good are you in vitamin B, which are actually really good, zinc, a magnesium, a, 
all of these, because the thing is sometimes we cannot use the same recipe of our neighbor. I mean, that's bioindividuality. So there are people who probably will need more magnesium, probably people need more zinc, probably others need more calcium, or they need the Bs, I mean, the vitamin Bs. So it's about to check with your doctor, uh, check these exams, how are you in your levels, and actually be, uh, allow yourself to help with these type of supplements, because sometimes it could be an issue that you don't have enough magnesium in your body, so that's why probably it, it would be a way to help and to support you. It's not the only thing. Just remember that. Yeah. And for you viewers and listeners out there, this is one of the things we do at Mountains of Hope. You know, we, we have a doctor-supervised physical detox that's there to consult us to make sure that your body's doing what it's supposed to be doing. We have a nutritionist. We have a psychologist. We have all these resources because we want to find out, as Kelly was just saying, we're all individuals and we all have a different chemistry and we all need a different program. And so at Mountains of Hope, we're going to find out what's best for you, what works best for you, and put you on this path. We call it transformation that lasts. We don't want you to just come to our 16-day health retreat and have this amazing and miraculous experience and learn how to heal yourself and then go back home and get into all the regular stressors and all that. We want transformation that lasts. So that's the beautiful thing of what we do here is we're going to give you, we're going to look at your blood, we're going to look at your heavy metals, we're going to look at your DNA, we're going to look at all these things and say, okay, this is working great, that's not working, let's switch this around, let's mess around with this, let's find the right formula for you to create optimum health for your life. Okay, in closing, what else would you say about sleep for our viewers and listeners that would really help them? Uh, going back to mindset, start changing the language that you have around the time that you go to sleep. For example, I never sleep well. It's going to be hot. I, I know I go to sleep and I, I'm not going to do it. Start to change that by creating, I mean, we see it with Mike a lot in the creation frequency, is about start priming even your sleep. I mean, create it through your words. Create it through your actions. I mean, I would say that's the other thing that I, don't, don't think that it's going to be like you're going to be like that forever because it has been so far forever. But it's about you actually saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a great sleep. The other thing is not tossing around. I mean, sometimes people just stay in bed yeah. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes. I mean, if it's more than 30 minutes, get yeah. up, go and read something. I mean, no lights, no TV, no, mm -hmm. no cell, phone, cell phone, but just go and read a book, the light, dim, dim light, and trying to do something. The other thing, don't go to bed hungry. I mean, because sometimes people say, oh, but couldn't they say it's too close, so I'm going to go like this. But then the hunger will actually wake you up. Right, I mean, right. a little tiny thing, not the big super meal. But uh, I will say a lot about mindset. And find something, a spiritual practice that you have. You believe in God, God. If you find a promise in the Bible, you find a good a sentence, gratitude. I mean, when you go to bed, trying to have the space of mind that when you're grateful, when you're actually praising that day when you're actually saying something to yourself that is actually encouraging instead of all the things that come to your mind that probably are discouragement. So actually go to bed with that attitude of gratitude, with that attitude of, you know what, God, thank you for this day. I, I, I literally give my sleep to you, and I know I'm going to have a great sleep. And I start having those changes because actually that stimulation is actually changing also your cells. I mean, you're talking to yes, your cells yes. and to your body. Yes. Okay, let me recap all this. We went through a lot of stuff here. Thank you very much, Kelly. So, recapping. One, if you're young, take it seriously now. Don't wait till you're my age and you have a nightmare of sleeping, okay? And, and I'm not alone. There's 70 million other Americans that have these issues, right? 
But what I, you know, I used to fall asleep with a TV on. I, I didn't, I, I drank before sleeping. I ate too late. I mean, you got to take care of yourself. And believe me, if you don't, you're going to regret it. So that's my motivation for young people. People my age, start taking this seriously. Because I'm going to tell you, the better I sleep, the better my day. The better my day, the better my life. And everything seems to go in harmony and flow. So if you have sleep apnea, research it there's great stuff on youtube get a cpap get a sleep test find out what's going on if you have an enlarged prostate start trying to deal with that and figure that out here's what i do now is i try to have my dinner no later than 6 p.m uh, i love dr joe dispenza and i love his meditation so he has a powerful meditation it's not a lying down go to sleep meditation so i try to do it around 7 7 30 where you're sitting up for about an hour but he's taking you through this process of letting go of the day, giving thanks for the day, as Kelly was just saying, this mindset and getting ready for this sleep so that when I'm done with that meditation, I'm ready to go to sleep. And prior to the meditation, I took, take my little THC CBD oil, which really relaxes all the cells in my body. They seem to like it. I seem to sleep better. And I don't get up and urinate all night long. So I love it about that. Um, and the other thing is circadian rhythm, okay? Please get the blue light out of your out of your room, and if you have to have it there, get the blue blocker glasses. Um, so the mindset, the the uh, vitamins, as Kelly was saying, all these things that support good sleep. Um, so before we close here, you know, I'm also the author of the book, The Creation Frequency. I believe in writing powerful intentions. There's no difference between imagination and reality. So I'm going to end this show with just a little intention of what I would do if I'm having sleeping problems or, or the intention I use now. So just bear with me one second. I am so grateful that I sleep throughout the entire evening. I am so happy and thankful that I wake up every morning refreshed, energized, and can't wait to jump out, of my, uh, jump out of the bed and to start my day. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me this gift of learning how to prepare my body and my mind for sleep. And thank you so much for these beautiful dreams that I have while I'm sleeping. I am so grateful and so excited for the future. Amen. So I would write an intention like that. So um, we invite you to go to mountainsofhope.com. Give us your name, email address. I'd be happy to send you the video on the liver cleanse that we just shot. And you can do this. And there's a lot of power in detoxing that liver. And so the, you only have one, and you need to take care of it. So go to Mountains of Hope. Give us your name and email. Get on our mailing list. Stay in tune with what we're doing. A lot of exciting things going on here. We hope to see you someday at Mountains of Hope. Until next week, go out, live with passion, and create the life of your dreams. You have been listening to Mountains of Hope with Mike Murphy. Reboot and transform your physical, mental, and emotional being. Watch or listen every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And get the podcast on any of your favorite apps. Mountains of Hope is transformational and shows you how to detox your body, mind, and to live a spiritual life of your dreams. For more healing wisdom and information, visit MoundsOfHope.com. The Mounds of Hope Show is sponsored by The Creation Frequency. Raise your vibration and visit thecreationfrequency.com today.